Hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the first week of practice and what does that look like and what are some best practices for the first week of practice that uh, I've been fortunate to learn from coaches much wiser than myself. Uh, this will be year, golly, year 14, I think as a, as a high school coach going on year eight as a as a head coach and yeah there's just some some wisdom that's been passed on to me that i figured i'd pass on to the to the listeners of the mind of a football coach podcast and first things first i just want to wish all coaches out there an awesome first week of practice Uh, this is your first week some states it's it's not uh, but i think for for most it is Uh, this is the first week uh, that start that started yesterday august august 1st uh Man, just really excited for for new year, for new opportunities, and I think it's important that we start every year with a fresh mindset, that we see it as a blank canvas. Uh, now we have prepared in the off season to to have the best year possible, right? We have done all the things that we need to do to set us up for the for the first week, and. Now it's really time to to let it rip. I was talking to a, a colleague, colleague of mine yesterday, and he was saying, man, it must be hard to do a second job because I'm a, a principal and also a football coach. And I said, well, to be a, to be a football coach means you like early hours. <laughs> you know, like yesterday I was up at 5 a.m. Like most, like a lot of my colleagues, a lot of, football coaches around the around the country and at this point in the year it's just quick print uh practice schedules playbooks uh, philosophy things rosters right now those can change i have a, a one a one drive file here that i use uh, for for everything bu football 2022 roster practice schedule game goals playbook uh, things of that nature so I mean, it's getting up early, right? And obviously you have your practice time and we don't do two a days. We practice, we go one a day and uh, we'll lift afterwards. And yeah, I mean, the, the legwork should be done before the first day, uh, the first day of practice, right? We should know what we want to do and go do it. We should continue the process of moving our football program forward. And yeah, so I think some people think this is being a head football coach is it is a second job to, to some degree, but if your planning is good, your proper planning <laughs> prevents poor performance. So as you, as you plan, as you get things ready, have a philosophy, live with it, know what to do, because there's always going to be people that second guess it, right? That's always going to happen. You're always going to have people, that want something different, right? That think that they have better ideas and that's fine. And, you know, it's as a coach, you listen to it, but knowing as a coaching staff, we decided upon to do this, let's go, let's go do it. And the first week of practice is not the time to reinvent the wheel. It's not the time, right? To, Hey, we got this new player out. Let's just do all these new things for them. Let's do what we have invested time into in the off season because I think it's good to make decisions when your mind's at rest 
when things are calm, when you have time to do that, the bad time to make decisions is when things are chaotic, like the first week of practice. So uh, I know some coaches have a checklist. Some coaches have multiple meetings before the first day of practice. Uh, as a staff, for us, we have a meeting before the first day of practice, and we only have one because we've talked all summer. And this day and age, you can text, you can email, you can show stuff on Huddle. One place I was, we met for two separate days for basically a full day, both times. And I think that's good, but I don't think it's necessary these days. I think that we have technology that, that allows us to, to get things accomplished that we want to get accomplished. So uh, this kind of takes me to a list I've created for this, this podcast. Uh, the first one is about administrative things. So first week of practice, right? You have to make sure everybody has a physical, has necessary paperwork. They need to practice. And make sure your roster is as current as it can be. And I know rosters can change and all that, all that jazz. Our, the newspaper people want a roster, right? Uh, they want names. I get that. That's, that's it. I, they need to know who's who. Uh, but obviously, that can change. So have something that is not just paper, right? It's a document that there's a live document. I prefer live documents, stuff like OneDrive or Google Drive. I think that is a better Better choice because I know for me, as soon as I email a copy of something, something changes. It's just inevitable. It's just the way the universe works. <laughs> so uh, having things that are live, things to be updated, that's good. Uh, and then the second bullet point I have is about scheme. So you know, we've worked all off season, all winter, all spring, all summer on our scheme. Uh, let's trust that process. Let's trust, hey, this is what works for our guys. Let's try to maximize this. Now, do you can you wrinkle it and have some variation as you go through and realize, oh, this is what's best suited for this player or that player? Absolutely, sure. And we should. We should do that. Uh, but trust your scheme. Uh, don't be somebody that I'm going to change my scheme on the first week of practice uh, because that's not that's not a very good good practice in, in my opinion, right? We should trust the, the work we've put in. I don't know about, about y'all, but man, all the time on huddle, all the time talking to people, all the time texting, reading, watching film. It's just, yeah, let's just trust that. Let's trust what we have evaluated and let's let's implement it. Let's put it into practice and let's just have something we believe in, right? Uh, in the places I've been, that's how everybody's done it. It's This is what we're going to do. This is how we do it. And we're trying to mold our players to fit the scheme that helps our overall team, because this is a team sport, right? This is team. This is all about team. Uh, the third thing, the third bullet point I have here uh, is practice. So, uh, you know, the state of West Virginia, if you do two a days, you have to do three hours between each practice and you can only do a, do, a, do them, excuse me, every other day. So for me, I, I, the places I've coached before, uh, as an assistant, some places did two days, some places didn't. And I, honestly, I really enjoyed the places that did not do two days. First, your coaches aren't away from their family all day. And if we could only have an hour break in between here in West Virginia, maybe we would do two days, but it's a mandatory three hour break. So I just don't see that being feasible for us. We are a single large high school in a large geographical area. So our kids come to us from as far as 40, 50 minutes away. And yeah, I don't want to babysit the whole team for three, three hours. 
uh, and our coaches have other responsibilities. And with my schedule now, it's not it's not feasible. But I think getting your guys together for three hours, you know, you can meet, you can practice, you can lift, get those things in those windows. I think that's awesome. I think that's the way that NFL's trending, the way college is trending. So I think it's the way that we as high school should go as well. And obviously there's people that do it other ways and they've been very successful, but that just, that's what works for us. And practice for us is give or take two hours. Uh, and I like having, I like filming practice. I think that's a, a critical piece if you want to do practice well. And I also like having people on our huddle that are consultants. So we have a couple of consultants on our huddle that help us with offensive things. And I think it's great, you know, be able to text and talk, email, hey, this is what I saw today. Let's try this. This is what maybe you need to improve. Or they say, hey, it looks really good. I think there's some things that are going really well there. Because I think it's important that we have people outside our programs that can speak into it. Or I say outside our programs. People, some people have like analysts on their staff. Maybe, I know colleges do that. I don't know about high schools. But I feel like we have some analysts that are helping us to be able to do it the best we can. Because I think sometimes as a coach, like an on the field coach, it's like trying to see the forest through the trees. You're so close to it that it's hard to step back and evaluate because you know that player and their story and the history and those things. So I I think it's really important that there are people who can take a step back and give you an honest evaluation of of what is happening. And I think school systems do that too, right? We have people that come in and evaluate our school systems. We have people that come in and say, hey, this is where I see your strengths are, your weaknesses are. Because when you're in the the whirlwind, sometimes that's hard, right? It's hard to to see what really is going on and how we can be most most effective. The next bullet point I have is weather. Oh, my gosh. So it's, you know, late summer, thunderstorms. uh, You know, have a plan, right? Have a plan for what happens if practice gets, gets rained out. What happens... Uh, if we have to go inside, how do we do that? Where do we go? Uh, how much board time do we need? How much lifting time do we need? How much walkthrough type stuff can we get done if the gym is available? So and I'm talking to the guys that are listening to this podcast that do all these things. I'm just reinforcing that, right? Reinforcing that, hey, that's good. Have a plan. Know what you want to do. But most importantly, be flexible. Man, be flexible. I, I know for me, I cause a lot of myself a lot of stress when I'm, when I'm not flexible. Well, I don't allow myself room to to have some difficulty, right? To man, we didn't do that well because uh, this was unexpected. Something unexpected happened. So yeah, give yourself some grace. Give yourself give yourself uh, some room to make some mistakes because it's going to happen, especially during the first week. Oh my gosh, it definitely happens as we as we go through this. And the last thing is numbers, and I love the the question. And I think it's a necessary question. Hey, how many guys do you have out for football this year? And I think that's a good question. I do. I mean, if we're a triple-A size high school. If we had 20 kids out for for football, that would be a problem. Triple-A here in West Virginia is anywhere between like 800 to over 2,000. It's a very large classification. And so we'll have like 45, between 45 to 50. And this day and age uh, for rural West Virginia, I think that's a really good number. And I had a coach years ago tell me that this isn't war. It's not like if we have 80 players, we get to play with 20, and a team that has 40 only gets to play with 11. And I think for us, it's a good number. We don't have a freshman team. We don't have that large of a freshman class playing football. 
Most people around us don't have freshman teams. I don't know many people that have freshman teams in the state of West Virginia. Uh, so I think between 45 and 50 is a great number. That's a JV. That's a varsity. Uh, varsity football in the state of West Virginia, usually we've had about 20 to 22 varsity players and because we have guys that play both ways. And your JVs, the other 20, 25, somewhere around there, I think that's a good number. Sometimes the JV's 30. Uh, so you get to push in 50, 55, 60 players. Uh, but, yeah, I think numbers are important, right? You need, you, need not, you need numbers in football. But at some point, it's good enough. And I think that number for our size school is between, I would say, 40 or 50. And smaller classifications, that's, that's other, other numbers. But, yeah, that numbers question, I, I, I chuckle because it gets asked every year of head coaches around the, around the country. And, yes, it's an important question. It's a necessary question. But to some degree, let's say we had 200 guys playing football, we still only play with 11, right? Now, if you had a freshman program, like I said before, that would that would be different. And lastly, if anybody wants to look at some uh, preseason stuff, just shoot me an email, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis, D-A-V-I-S, 24 at gmail.com, and I'll send you links to our stuff that we use. And, uh, yeah, so thank you all for listening, and have a great day.